This is IEDA In Your Ear, the podcast for members of the Indiana Economic Development Association. I'm your host, Lee Llewellyn. In this podcast, I'm talking with Christy Burkhart, Director of Child Care Resource and Referral with Casey. That's short for Chances and Services for Youth, uh, which is headquartered in Terre Haute, Indiana. There are five child care resource and referral network programs operating in Indiana. Christy is the director of one of those five, and um, they all serve five different regions and cover the entire state. So Christy is kind enough to spend time with me today to talk about the services that the resource and referral network provides to assist Hoosiers with child care challenges and how the services can be accessed by families, service providers, and employers. So Christy, thanks for talking with me today. Thank you for having me. Ah, I'm glad you're here. So let's start with a high-level overview of the Child Care Resource and Referral Network. It appears as though the network is a licensed service administered in those five regions. So who's the sponsoring organization? So the Child Care Resource and Referral Network is contracted by the Office of Early Childhood and Out-of-School Learning to provide services. All right. And so talk about what is the overall purpose of, of this network, the, the Resource and Referral Network? Indiana Child Care Resource and Referral Network is a trusted and knowledgeable resource for families, providers, and community leaders. We help to connect them to early care and education services, support, and information. Operating as a network allows us to have consistent services across the state. So what that means is a family who might be living in northern Indiana may move to southern Indiana, and they can expect to have those same services that they received in northern Indiana in the southern part of the state. We work together to make sure that our communities, families, um, and providers are receiving consistent services. So Casey is one of five providers, and you provide services to 24 counties uh, in the middle of the state, uh, roughly extending from Vigo to Wayne. Who are the primary customers that, that the Child Care Resource and Referral Network is intended to serve? So our mission is to strengthen Indiana's local care and education infrastructure by connecting families to quality child care, supporting providers that are providing that child care, and building capacity and engaging community leaders as advocates for high quality care, um, affordable care, and education. So that means we're working with families, we're working with child care providers, and we are working with communities to ensure that families have the care needed. So then let's take each one of those groups that you mentioned, families, providers, community. Let's take each one and and talk about then how the, the resource and referral network serves each one. So let's start with families. So what services do you provide to families? Sure. So we work with families in a couple of different ways. We work to help the, to connect them to licensed or regulated child care. Um, that is through our child care referrals. So through this service, we're working with a family to find a program that meets their needs. So we're looking, talking with them about the hours of the day that they're needing care. We're talking about the ages of the children, the type of care that they're looking for. And we are finding programs to meet those needs. For those families who have children that are birth to three or school-age children, children with special needs, or the family is experiencing homelessness, we provide what is called an enhanced referral. 
So those enhanced referrals, not only are we looking at all of the needs of the family, but we're actually reaching out to programs to help those families find programs that have current vacancies for their children. So we're also, along with that, educating families on what high quality care looks like and how to choose that high quality care. We help them to find where they can review licensing violations um, so that they know that they are finding care that is best fit fitting their family. And then we also are proud to serve as family navigators. So we're expertly assisting families by connecting them to resources within their community. So this goes beyond connecting them to childcare and connecting them to the resources to strengthen the whole family. So whether they may be needing support with transportation, support with bills, school-age education, career training, health and wellness, we are able to connect them to those types of assistances throughout the state. Okay, so how does a family then connect with you to receive that? So families can connect with their local child care resource and referral by visiting brighterfuturesindiana.org, or they can always reach out to Casey at 1-800-886-3952. If we are not the local child care resource and referral for them, we will be happy to connect them to their local. Okay. Uh, so, you know, so then what does it cost to a family to access your service? All of our services are free to families, providers, and communities. So if someone, so if a family is calling you on the phone, they call and, and they go through that. So how, how long are you willing to spend with somebody on the phone going through all of that stuff? Or, I mean, or, or how does it happen on online? Let's start with if somebody calls you on the phone, then what happens when they call you? So when we start talking with someone, um, we want to narrow down what their need is. So for example, if someone's working on looking for childcare, we would actually talk through, you know, what days of the week are you needing? What hours of the day? Are you um, looking around your home address? Are you looking around your work address? So we're really going get, to get it narrowed down to what is going to meet their needs. And then we're going to talk about any other resources that they might need. And some families may not need those extra resources, but we always want to make sure that we are offering those resources just because sometimes families don't know what they need until we have that conversation. Because we've had families that come to us and say, I don't know how I'm going to afford child care. Well, if they don't qualify for that state assistance, maybe we can help them find other resources to support their family to help free up some money to be able to um, afford that care. So we really work with the family based on their needs. And if it takes five minutes, great. If that family needs more support and we're on the phone for an hour, that's okay because we really want to help that family. And a lot of times, you know, we'll do those vacancy checks. We will, you know, maybe not find a cup, but a couple of options for them. So it may be that we'll reconnect with that family and talk through some other options. So it might not be just a one and done with a family. It might be a few different opportunities to connect with that family. What we wanna just make sure is the family gets the support that they need. So how do you go through the process then of, I mean, so so you have to have a sense of what providers are available in, I mean, every place. And then how do you keep track of who the providers are and, and what kind of vacancies are available, because that's obviously a, a challenge and it's a, an, an ever-changing statistic, I guess, right? It changes by the minute. 
you know, there's never a guarantee that a vacancy is going to last more than an hour just because once a program gets called, that vacancy could get taken. But what we do is we actually, as um, part of our role for the Office of Early Childhood and Out-of-Care Learning, we have a database of child care providers that we utilize for those referrals. We actually update that database several times throughout the year to make sure that we have the correct information that we're sending out to families. And so making sure those hours are correct, those days of the week they offer care. But for those vacancies, we actually call programs specifically for that family. So when we're doing that referral, we are getting that group of providers that meets their needs. And then we're making those phone calls so that we can ensure that we're providing families with programs with a vacancy. So you'll do a sort of a diagnostic talking to the family and then identify, you know, at least some options, but then you call and verify and then 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 get back to that family. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. We always um, get back in touch with that family to let them know, you know, here are a few programs that do have vacancies or, you know, if we could only find a couple, here are some programs you might want to check out and get on their wait list. So we always make sure to give them some options. And if there are no vacancies, period, then we talk about some different options the family might have outside of looking for child care. So are you only tracking then in your database, are you only tracking perhaps institutional child care, licensed child care, or is there going to be in home? What what are the parameters of what what child care facilities you keep in your database? So we will refer to any program that is licensed or registered. So that means it could be a licensed child care home, a licensed center, an unlicensed registered ministry, or what is considered a legally licensed exempt but certified to accept the CCDF voucher program. The reason we only refer to these programs is we want to be sure that there is some type of regulation that these programs are meeting and some type of oversight So whether it's a licensing consultant coming in, but some type of oversight so that parents have the ability to make decisions based on, you know, knowing that a program is meeting some health and safety standards. Okay. I mean, that's very helpful. So anything else that, you know, relates to, I mean, I think you've covered a pretty broad range of of the services you provide to families, but anything I haven't sort of uh, talked about up to this point? I don't think so. Okay. All right. So let's move on then to uh, providers. So you talked about that you provide services to providers. Obviously, one service is helping to sort of promote their their you know their their service. Uh, but what other kinds of services are you providing to childcare providers? So we also have what um, is called a program resource navigator, and their role is to work with child cares throughout the area. They work to connect programs to resources that they need at that time. So, you know, we all know it can be frustrating when we know we need something, but we're not sure where to turn. And so your child care resource and referral is your one common place that you can turn. We'll talk with a program um, about what they're needing, and then we will help them figure out what is the best partner to connect with or what is the best local resource that can support them. And sometimes we'll even have do a little bit of research to find out who is going to give them the support that they need, but we're there to make sure that we connect them to what they need. Okay, so give me an example 
though, of what would be some of the questions or some of the things that they might, you know, call and ask you about? Sure. So sometimes it might just be that they're wanting to get involved in Pasta Quality, the voluntary rating system for Indiana. And so at that point, we have the opportunity to connect them with Spark Learning Lab. It might be that they're looking to further their education. And at that point, we can connect them to the Teach Scholarship or to CDA opportunities in their area. They might be looking to um, strengthen their business plan, and we may be connecting them with the Small Business Development Center in their area. It really, the list goes on and on, but um, if they need that support, we're going to find the people that can help them. Okay. Now, and obviously, I mean, uh, in the past, I worked with a lot of small businesses, and the first thing that they always ask for is, you know, where can I find money? So I'm sure you get that question, and, you know, that's probably not an easy answer. It isn't an easy answer, but I will say that, you know, that's one of the biggest things that we work on is helping to make sure providers get information when a grant opportunity is available or whether it is a state grant opportunity, whether it's a regional grant opportunity, whether the local United Way has an opportunity out. We try to make sure that we are connecting those providers to any opportunity that we come across that can support them. So in that way, you're being sort of proactive then if you are aware of that grant opportunity that would apply across a broad uh, group of them, then you're sort of proactive and perhaps presenting that opportunity to them. We are. We actually have a a monthly newsletter that goes out to them that provides them with resources such as grant opportunities. We provide them with um, professional development opportunities, articles that may um, apply for their program. So just anything that we think might be useful for that program. Well, that's really interesting. I mean, that's the first I've heard of that. Although, you know, after you and I talked uh, a couple of weeks ago, I'm surprised that we don't know more about the child care resource and referral network. I mean, it seems to me that what you're doing is very pervasive, uh, but I'm not sure enough people know about what you're doing. And, you know, one of the best parts of the job is just talking about what we're doing and how we can support families and communities. So I'm happy to be here to share that more. Okay. So then let's talk about the third group of what you talked about was uh, the community. So then how do you see your role in helping the communities uh, across Indiana? So community is a kind of a broad area for us, but we do focus on providing support specifically around early care and education and out of school time care. So we're working within communities to raise awareness of the need for high quality care, Uh, the importance of having high quality care and the local impact it has when high quality care is not available. Um, We're often working with early learning coalitions and key community stakeholders or local officials to help them understand the landscape of care within their community. We're able to share the uh, need for care within a community, that impact it has on a community, that economic impact, the impact it has on business within the community. And we work with communities to help them strategically plan around their need for child care and participate in many local early learning coalitions. Then we also work with employers throughout our communities, and we work with them to help them understand ways that they can build work-life policies and programs related to child care needs of their employees. So we may discuss child care benefits um, such as Tuition benefits are opportunities that businesses could reserve seats within a child care 
or even the opportunity that a business might want to start an on-site childcare. We're available to talk through all of those pieces. One of the biggest things is that we know families who have access to high quality care that they can trust have fewer absences at work. So we support these employees in connecting to childcare um, and we do this for free. Again, as we talked about earlier, all of our services are free, but we can come in and we can provide an employer with even just a flyer that they can hand out at their hiring. The HR can keep on hand so that if they have an employee that is struggling to find care or needs care to start employment, they can call us and we'll work with that family and help them get started so that that family can get to work. So when you're working at, I mean, so there's there's a lot. There's a lot there when you're talking yes. about both community and employer stuff. So you so you talked a little bit about, you know, working with employers that may want to start an employer-based childcare facility. So what kind of assistance would you be providing to let's say a smaller or medium-sized employer who's interested in in doing that and would probably have a lot of questions but also a lot of concerns about, you know, sort of the risk with that? So how are you assisting them? So one of the biggest things that we do when someone comes to us and says, I want to start a child care for my employees. One of the very first things we say is, have you talked to your employees? So we always recommend like that first step being uh, surveying their employees, making sure that that is truly what their employees need. And then we'll go on from that point once we know that this is something that's going to be successful for their employees, successful for their business, and sustainable for their business, we'll go on to talk about how they can go about it, connect them with licensing specialists that can help them through that application process. But ultimately, we want to take the time up front to make sure that we talk through all of the options for an employer to make sure that they're making the right decision. Okay, so let's then let's shift back to sort of that community question. You talked about, you know, childcare coalitions. And uh, in fact, when I first learned about, you know, the resource and referral network was attending a childcare expo in uh, Delphi, Indiana, and uh, there was a table set up there. That's a little bit where I learned about that and helped connect uh, one of the members of our childcare working group to your services and got got her connected with um she was looking for spanish language cpr training and we're still trying to solve some spanish language questions for her but so then how how would you provide what service would you provide then let's say a community is trying to figure out how they bring their child care providers together to maybe perhaps provide training, figure out how to expand capacity, you know, where would, what role would you play at that level? So we do a lot of work with our local communities. Sometimes it is talking about bringing those providers together, helping to facilitate some conversations and helping to just understand what our providers need in that area. So, you know, it's great that we can bring professional development in, but what do those programs need? We also in our communities have what we call family child care networks, which are opportunities for our family child cares to come together and to network, to peer mentor, to talk about the struggles they're having. And so a lot of times we have information just from those sessions that we can take to our local communities and say, hey, 
we have a group of providers that are really struggling with you know, hiring or marketing or any topic that then we can help to bring that professional development based on what they're needing. Okay. Um, we also work with coalitions. Um, some of our communities have very established coalitions where we are um, helping to keep them up to date on data, helping to connect them to grant opportunities, helping to connect them to new programs that um, open in their area. And then we have some communities that are just building coalitions. And so we're there with them to help them bring the people that need to be at the table to the table so they can build that strong coalition. So this is just really, I mean, to me, this is remarkable and how extensive what you all are doing. And as I think we said, there are five. So five different service providers that are running the resource and referral networks across the state. So how do you all, I mean, how do you all stay recharged and, and connected to one another or, or, you know, how do you, how do you understand sort of the big picture of what's happening around the state? So we are lucky enough to have early learning Indiana as the support for the um, child care resource and referral network. Through Early Learning Indiana, they bring together our groups. So we have community engagement specialists, we have family engagement specialists, and our program resource navigators. So they bring together those peer groups monthly so we can talk about the things that are going on throughout the state. The program directors across the state come together monthly for a full day so that we can talk about, you know, these are the things that are happening that, you know, may affect your area. And, you know, the best part of it is, is we all have each other's emails and phone numbers and there's text threads going on so that we can stay connected so we can make sure that you know every community is getting the support they need and there are times where two child care resource and referrals will come together to support one area because it might be a regional group that goes within each person's uh, sda or service area i should say and we come together and we provide those services together when need be. So before we close, step back and, um, you know, I mentioned that you are housed or that you are with the the Chances and Services for Youth, uh, which is an entity in Terre Haute. Uh, mm-hmm. So talk about what is Chances and Services for Youth? So Chances and Services for Youth is a nonprofit organization. Uh, we have a lot of different programming and Our service area for each of our programs differs. Um, We are the only um, department that actually serves 24 counties, but we do have programming that covers four or five counties here and there. But we have programming such as Big Brothers, Big Sisters. We have Healthy Families. We have um, a before and after school program. We have the CACFP food program. And we do things like Lemonade Days and so many different things that we have going on within the agency. And as I said, we're a nonprofit, so we get to have that fun of having a lot of different social services available for the community. This has just been uh, remarkably helpful uh, to understand and to get a sense of what you're doing and how, I mean, how pervasive the services. I mean, you, I mean, when you're talking about the services that you're providing both to families, providers, uh, community, I mean, this is very extensive. How many, how many folks do you actually have devoted to the, to the resource and referral network in your, for your region? 
So our team is a team of seven. Okay. Um, but we are a small but mighty team. Yeah, I mean that's. Um, I mean, I'm. I was expecting a big room full of people somewhere. You know, just you know, answering calls all the time. We are small, but we are mighty, and we are out in every one of our communities. Um, we are actually, as I said, based in Vigo County. However, we have remote staff strategically throughout okay. our area, so we're really never more than a couple of counties away from anyone we're working with. Okay. Well, that's helpful to know. So I think we've covered a lot of ground, but what haven't we talked about that you think is important to to share? You know, I think just remembering that our little learners thrive when they're happy, healthy, and supported. And whether that's making certain that they have access to high quality care and early learning programs, the healthy breakfast options, or to the library to stock up on bedtime stories, we want to make sure families are thriving because when our families are thriving and our little learners are thriving, then our communities are also thriving and our employers are thriving. So, you know, just taking that back to think about supporting that family is the key to supporting our communities. So before we close, uh, let's go back again and uh, remind us how people can connect or find the uh, child care resource and referral network. What was the website? Absolutely. It is brighterfuturesindiana.org. Or as I said, um, you're welcome to reach out to Casey at 1-800-886-3952. And if we are not your child care resource and referral, we will connect you to your child care resource and referral. All right. I mean, this is really exciting. This is really helpful. I appreciate, I mean, you taking time uh, to talk to me. So today I've been talking with uh, Christy Burkhart, Director of Child Care Resource and Referral Network uh, with Casey, the Chances and Services for Youth, which is located in Vigo County. But she's really talking about a statewide resource that is available in uh, five regions covering all 92 counties. Uh, across the state of Indiana. And Christy, this has been very helpful. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to IEDA In Your Ear, the podcast for members of the Indiana Economic Development Association. All content on this podcast is copyright 2023 by the Indiana Economic Development Association, which retains all rights to this content. And by the way, the theme music was composed and performed by me, Lee Llewellyn. Thanks.